This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Review that may not be delicious in length, but is delicious in the <laughs> fact that we're still a podcast. Because Dylan and I, I think we're both moments away from deciding podcasts can suck their de- suck my dick, and we're no longer friends. You at the great thing, I will throw this out there. I was thinking about this uh, whilst on the tube. Um, I was thinking about this uh, that uh, this is free. This is fucking free. <laughs> Oh, not only free. It's this also, is free. It's also opened me up for advice from people that I didn't know that didn't think that uh, professional wrestling was important to let me know they don't like pro wrestling. Really? Who did that? A comedian was like, you got a wrestling podcast? I don't like that. And I was like... <sighs> fucking... And they, they didn't actually say, I don't like that. They just asked, like, oh, you have a wrestling podcast? And I was expecting them to be like, I like wrestling. And then the just conversation ended and I wanted to burn their house down. Here's what I don't like. I don't like how people be saying, uh, like, oh, uh, wrestling's the only thing where people will just insert their own little shitty opinions. Like, if I, if someone likes, no, I guess it's not. Liking wrestling is a lot like liking, really liking reality television, where people will just be like, oh, I fucking hate that. It's like, oh, cool, well. Uh, why don't you have, why don't I look up what you like on Pornhub? Because it's probably weird. I really have nothing to say. I, I, I just get super defensive, and I'm like, well, what's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? <laughs> oh, you have a business card? You have a business card? That business sucks, you fucking pussy. I hope your fucking kids die. How about that? Um, I'm tired of this fucking <laughs> being defensive over me liking men play fighting. They're here's, play fighting, and it's fun for me. Here's what it is. is It's the only thing where you don't get the benefit of the doubt of you have a reason why yep. you like it. I like the ballet. <laughs> Someone doesn't immediately go like, oh, you know that they're not actually swans, faggot. You're a faggot swan. And you're like, oh, I just like Natalie Portman. <laughs> By the way, Black Swan and The Wrestler were supposed to be the same movie. Did you know that, John? No, I, you didn't. I did not know that. And that would have been the weir- the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my entire no, life. No, it's, it's supposed to be a double feature uh, where it like uh, went back and forth because Darren Aronofsky knew that Mickey Rourke is fucking uh, the Black Swan or whatever. But then they made it two movies and it almost won two Oscars. So I would have if Chris Jericho hadn't have gotten knocked out by Mickey Rourke, it would have won an Oscar. Oh yeah, the the greatest the great. Have you read the internet lore about that? Where Mickey, it was literally like the crazy internet ra- snore. The cra- oh hello, who's out on the you phone? Can use that. Oh, everyone is, and they're happy. You can use that. Uh, it's the industry. Speaking of someone who should be getting ca- a call from the industry, the pill industry. Mm. This week on the show, after our Mark Maron-esque intro, is <laughs> Jack Swagger, a.k.a. Donald Jacob Jake Hager Jr. Donald Hager Jr. Oh, this guy owns a truck. Has he tried meth? More than once. Has he? Now, here's the thing, because I want to get into this. Did you do any reading up on Mr. Swagger and his politics box stage? Um. I tried to find there isn't that much like there's a fair amount of sort of stuff of like you can tell that in two years there's going to be shoot interviews. But the problem is, is most of the guys that were around for his time had really nothing to sort of say. Um, he's he was sort of the 
one of the great examples of don't let Vince see a wrestler too early because he'll make him the world champion within two years. <laughs> the fucking guy yeah. graduated with a bachelor's gr- degree in 2006 and he had a tryout. Yeah. Bachelor. Bachelor. It's a bachelor's degree. He's a bachelor in finance. Yeah, a degree you get by fucking stinking it in without a condom. Of course, on. of course. He went to the University of Oklahoma. Dome. A finishing inside degree. Yeah, domes are for Texans. That's the state motto mm-hmm. of Oklahoma. <laughs> no domes. Yeah. That's why we don't. You have a game in the Georgia Dome? You have a game in the Georgia Dome. I got a game in the Raw Dog Center. I guarantee that if we if that's why Jerry Jerry Jones made sure that it was called Texas Stadium and not Texas Dome. Yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well my oil flows uncumbered from my my pipe into into the woman's Middle East zone. <laughs> into her wet pussy. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, hello, Vince. It's Jerry here. I just wanted to let you know that you've been referring to it as the Dallas Dome. There are no domes where I come from. I, I make every girl pregnant, and they do not have abortions. I will the baby to be reincarnated as a quarterback who will play for my Dallas Cowboys in a fine five years. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about uh, Jake Hager. First of all, you mentioned his legit credits. Uh, this guy uh, started – it's kind of a weird thing because we've said before – who do we say that about, like, uh, guys who were some of the big last big recruits? Lesnar was like this. Um, mm-hmm. Last big recruits before uh, MMA got popular. Uh, Jack Swagger's weird because – MMA got popular pretty much just as he is in the Fed, and he still chose um, wrestling. Like he was gonna have an office job, and then chose wrestling over that office job. Well, there's something. You're, but there's a point that you're not seeing that I noticed as soon as I was doing research for this week. A, I'm actually very proud that mm-hmm. I actually did research this week. Let's let's be impressed with that. Usually, I'm just thank you. Applause is. I deserve that. I deserve all of that. Um, mm. who, what university did Jack Swagger go to? University of Oklahoma, baby. Who the fuck's nice. entrance music is the fight song of University of Oklahoma? Ed Ferrara as Oklahoma. Oh, very close. Very close. Ed, mm-hmm. Ed Ferrara's Oklahoma is the mm-hmm. inspiration for what actual human being, in that this actual human being based his entire life off of that character. John Wayne. It is correct. It's John Wayne. And John Wayne had a son, and that son's name is? Jim Ross. Jim. Good old J.R. Ross, who in 2008 was the head of talent relations. Uh, yep. That's a lie. 2006 was the head of talent relations and was going to a shit ton of fucking games at the University of Oklahoma. Um, and he Yeah, because he, uh, he was on the football se- team. Second string defensive tackle. And but the other thing is he's a fucking re- he's a amateur wrestler. So since Jr. is super old school, he's still recruiting out of the amateur wrestling ranks in a way they just don't do now. Um, another thing is a guy in a class with uh, J- or in a previous class, sorry, of Jack Swagger, uh, is a guy named Cole Conrad, and basically oh Cole Conrad, well that's a, w- a guy who sounds like he was born to be a porn star. <laughs> you can Google Cole Conrad right now, and then understand understand that uh 
sorry, people are being very helpful right now. Um, understand that this man actually won all of his fights and probably was one of the best mm, fighters in the world, but he just has... I don't know of any professional wrestler who has his body. Like, Dusty Rhodes had his body when he was morbidly obese, but somehow this guy's in the greatest shape, but he just looks like a bunch of old bags of rice on top of each other. He's like that... It's disgusting. He's the one guy that actually proves that, like, oh, some people just look fat. Yeah, some people just shit... But anyway, like um, he would, Cole Conrad... He would be terrible for a McDonald's lawsuit because, like, everyone else would be like, McDonald's did this to me, and they're like, look at this man. He just literally... He's eating... Um, Dan the B Severin's lower intestines right now, and he seems to be fine. <laughs> yeah. What's your fucking well, I, excuse? Yeah. Well, see. So, all right. So, Mr. Conrad, uh, basically, he's like, they're like, you're one of the best fighters in the world. You could make eighty thousand dollars one day. And he was like, fuck that. And he just now is a realtor. Oh. And that's exactly what hell. Swagger was doing. Yeah. So the Swagger is well, going to do that because it's also their like that's what they're Oklahoma boys. So in their heads, they're like. Yeah, I could go make eighty grand working for the devil, or I could stay here in home of culture, Tulsa, Oklahoma, live next to Jim Ross's daughter, Stephanie Ross. She's the one who's got a fat pussy. <laughs> I will fuck her. No fucking Texas stadium on my dick. What's up? No, and it's very, very interesting. The thing with those Jack Swagger that I find really, really fucking great is of all the wrestlers... He has a, like, all-American boy athlete look that's continued. The one problem is is that he has, like, the weirdest developed, like, from torso to head ratio. And then it looks like they screwed the wrong head on an action figure. And I think that's negatively affected his entire it. career. I, I, I will throw this out there. I think that Jack Swagger has, like, AIDS. You think he has AIDS. Skills. It's weird you brought up that he... Oh, I think no. he's a... <laughs> three years in, three years in when he first goes in, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but when he first gets in that feud with uh, Tommy Dreamer in ECW, the guy does a very good, okay, I don't say good, but like very, no, I don't say good, it just does a good promo against Tommy Dreamer as his first one on television. He has that fucking, he just looks like a fucking dick. He's got that X factor. He looks like a fucking dick. I could not and agree his more. His name is Jack Swagger. The all-American American Jack Swagger, he looks like a fucking dick, and it's kind of like the next evolution of the Kurt Angle character, whereas Kurt Angle's like, mom, pop, an apple pie, and if you don't believe that, then you're wrong. Like, it's kind of this weird evangelical take. Yeah, this Jack um, Swagger but, is the, I'm straight out of college. Here's what yeah, I've been doing I for four years. I've been reading yeah. books so I'm smart. Draining loads because I'm sexy. Thinking about <laughs> like a man wearing track pants who looks like the dude who picks up the towels at the high-level sports arena that I train at. That's you, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. Like, no, Jack Swagger. And also, Jack Swagger is the perfect ECW-type champion that you want as a heel in that it's he looks like an actual athlete. I know this is WWECW, but like in ECW, it always, ever, it always worked when it was a non-hardcore champion in that if someone like Shane Douglas or even when it was just incredible, where it's this dick who's not, like, covered in blood and barbed wire. Pardon yeah. Me. But it's this sort of fucking elite jock dickhead that then mm -hmm. they, they have to then... And it's perfect, because ECW is... Use all those weapons against. Sorry. Yeah. EC, no, no worries. Uh, ECW is built on even the bad guys are goths. <laughs> like, it's just... 
everyone is a goth. <laughs> Everyone's a weirdo. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Jack Swagger comes in here, and he was obviously he wasn't very well received because Jack Swagger also for that ECW uh, run was the first guy who's like double stamp. This is a make no mistake. This is a fucking WWE guy. Like he. I think got the title shortly after Punk goes to the main roster. Um, so like double stamp, Absolutely. he's the fucking guy. He also and he gets the um, ECW championship so fucking quickly. Yeah, debut. He does. Yeah, yeah. Debuts in September and is chasing for it by December thirtieth. I think that, I mean, I'm going to say this off and probably blow, I don't know, maybe I'll come up with something more inter- hot take on Mr. Swags, but I think that really Jack Swagger is the story of a guy who is in a northern wrestling company when he should have been in a southern wrestling company. He would have been I an think amazing WCW character, I completely agree. He would have been the WCW champion for the rest of his fucking life. He's a Steiner, is what he is. He's got that X factor of being a fucking dick. He's like another, Is weirdly enough, he has the exact same credentials and probably more so, actually, than Scott Steiner. It's insane when you look at this dude how they haven't used him better because he's like a six foot six. I, he's like I, legit six foot six, 300 pounds, can move really well in the ring. I would say the reason why that they're not using him really well, and what's stupid is, is they built a perfect angle. It seems like they fucked his confidence because when he came in, he like was visibly... It sounds weird, but he had this fucking... He's 26, but he looks like he's 18. And he just has this fucking fresh-faced cockiness, and I'm sure... It's also drugs. Like, no, no, no. It's it's for sure he was just doing a bunch of pills. Is that what you... Like, well, he, got that, ar- he got uh, arrested for it at rumors? the height of the... Um, the uh, that is true. Of the, uh, <laughs> of the We the People totally thing. <laughs> like, that's the thing, is that yeah. they were building to that match between him and Del Rio, and they were like... For fuck's sakes, Glenn Beck was talking about it on his fucking radio show. Like, yeah, but they did that shitty thing where they like. I know it sounds weird for me to say it's shitty, but they did that shitty thing where we're skipping so much here. We're talking about literally. We'll go back the to two the most interesting yeah, points we'll, in his career. I know we'll go. Ba- but we'll they go did back. that thing where they had to, they had to come out and be like, uh, "Oh no, actually, we're uh, we're characters." Yeah, that bugged the like, shit out of me. Characters, and this is uh, blah 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 blah. It's like no, just. Be like, no, we agree with Glenn Beck. No, just do, <laughs> do what like Roddy Piper would have done. Did you mean to hurt? Actually, I can't play. I don't even remember where, what did Glenn Beck say. I couldn't. I'm I'm literally trying to scroll down to where what Glenn Beck said. Oh, where is it? Del Rio, no. Oh, here it is. Um. Swagger and, Car- and Coulter break character during a video to invite uh, Beck to appear on Raw while justifying that the storyline was designed to elicit a crowd response for the protagonist, Alberto Del Rio, and the antagonist, Swagger and Coulter Roll, remaining within a PG rating, unlike several highly rated scripted dramas that use murder and rape uh, in their storylines. Beck rejected the invitation. On March 18th, on the episode of Raw, Swagger broke the ankle of Del Rio's ring announcer, Rodrigo Rod- um, Ricardo Rodriguez, after Rodriguez tried to save Del Rio from Swagger's uh, vicious assault. Um, basically, Glenn Beck claimed that um, Swagger and Coulter were trying to make a mockery of the Tea Party movement, and they were deep yeah, demonizing yeah, yeah. the Tea Party that movement. Was a big, that was a big thing, and then still kind of uh, was up until a couple of years ago. A big thing with the the people would call into Alex Jones and complain about how Jack Swagger is a heel and he should be a babyface. 
Which is fucked. But, but the, like but people, thing, that, that's the fucked the up thing, is, man. But, people again, would fucking cheer him. Uh, but the, so the, before he got oh. Cesaro and they like and they diluted it, when it was just like these two white guys are angry about fucking Mexicans, pretty much. He uh, he was absolutely getting cheered. Someplace. I honestly think they should have had some balls and done what they did with Brett versus um, America. Oh, and then just made it and just, just gone, like fuck it, fuck it. We'll just super controversial. We're gonna yeah. fucking play Texas. We'll play Texas. And Latinos will fucking go fucking crazy for Del Rio. That will fucking up Del Rio's value a lot. Because you all, they're going to, and what you do is you make sure you book it for a fucking pay-per-view in fucking Los Angeles. And you fucking say, Del Rio, you know how sometimes you decide to show up in your matches suck the high hired one and then other times you show up <laughs> and they're literally fucking poetry on a plate. Mm, is this couscous? No, it's a drop kick. But it's so fluffy you think it is. Do the second one, you fucking pill head. Now get in there with this blonde. <laughs> well, that's man. the other thing about that's the other thing about both these guys is if you're gonna put them in a and this sounds fucked up, but if you're gonna put them in an old school wrestling situation where you're literally playing off something uh, that will make both of like both of these guys at points in danger, they're great options because Swagger is uh, obviously a very talented wrestler. Another fr- judging from an interview, he took down current in high school the current uh ufc light heavyweight champion came to his school and was like you can have my shoes if you can take me down and swagger took him down for us like for a second but still like you know what i mean like he's fucking older than him uh like he's a he's a high school guy taking down his college kid anyway so he's obviously he can defend himself and uh alberto del rio can also defend himself and has some fights under his record right so it's a perfect thing and exactly what you're saying like that's a really good uh because it's controversial to say because basically they'd just be playing off of racism and everyone would fucking hate it at the time but I mean it would be the only way to get genuine old school heat from uh, wrestling the whole thing with that is they also needed to have writers with a bit more finesse like I'm not I can't believe I'm sitting here criticizing the writers over a Jack Swagger angle but that angle could have been actually a very interesting satirical point if A they hadn't broken character and they'd stuck with a little bit more being like um, no, this isn't based on current events. This is how this particular wrestler feels. And mm. this is his friend Zeb Coulter. A, it's also when they brought in Zeb Coulter, they should have brought him in as Dutch Mantel. They should have said, that's Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel is an old man from the South, and he's saying these things. Like, it's play on the whole traditionalism of it. And it's also, for the WWE, how you sell it to Vince is, remember how uh, you thought WCW was fucking rinky-dink shit and you hate Southern people? even though without Southern people you would not have a company and be like, oh, yeah, I, uh, I don't like any of them. Yeah, so do that and use that yeah. and use Dutch Mantel in that way because that angle was so fucking exciting and interesting. Um, it was fucking dangerous. It was fucking like, it da- sounds weird, but it's like, because you, you basically in... Oh, and you've taken Swagger off the scrap heap, which, like, so let's, all right, let's well, then. Because he gets uh, on the scrap heap sort of coming out of ECW. He's the champion of ECW. Because it's fucking weird. All right, so fucking we, no. great. Yeah, he's great in ECW. And then, like, a lot of these things where it's, like, it's funny because you look back here on a guy like Swagger. Um, you look back, I mean, when they first had Punk in ECW. Um, and all the guys in NXT as well. Like, even you look at a guy like fucking Adam Rose. When you're in a WWE almost like affiliate company. They see it like as an affiliate. Um, 
they will book you well, and then you come up to the main roster, and it's kind of like you've got a new set of writers, but you it must be this weird thing where you have a new set of writers, but you also feel like you already work there, but you don't work with those writers. So you're kind of like, I've proved myself already, but they are like, all right, do it again. You know, like prove yourself again. And it's this weird thing where you're already on WWE television and the the audience has watched that TV and seen you in this specific way, but then you go to Raw and you're supposed to like almost start over? Yes. Weirdly? Well, it's also the other weird thing is you, well, because someone has your spot there basically. And yeah. you have to reprove yourself as a different variation of your character because in times they will be sort of similar. What's even more annoying, especially with Swagger is, because Swagger was so unique, he didn't need to do any of those sort of things. When he got to where he was going, I don't actually think he went to Raw right away. He went to SmackDown is where he was drafted. To. No, you're right. He went to Raw. Pardon me. Like, no one was doing that and that he could have been, you could have slotted him right in and just pushed him for the Intercontinental um, Champion. Um, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know if you need to have like, a ready-made program where he's a champion already. But again, and it must have been fucking frustrating for him. And you can see the frustration on his face because I'm just looking at a photo of him from when he's the ECW champion in 2008, 2009. Yeah, you see the fucking By 2010, like even 2010 at the Tribute to the Troops sort of photos that's on Wikipedia, he's he's like he's chunkier and clearly not hitting it, um, the fucking uh, gym as much. And by the time it's 2012 and he's being managed by Vicky Guerrero in the Great Angle where Vicky Guerrero was che- uh, was collecting fuck dolls after Edge couldn't <laughs> fuck her properly. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they talk hey, about... We'll give you, we'll give you you're, you're a widow, we'll give you a job. How about this? You're a hole. <laughs> you're a hole that wants to be filled. <laughs> That's Sorry, it's wrestling. That's all we know how to write. <laughs> um, here's the best part of it all. Job for life or nine years. Jesus fucking Christ, right? I think. Well, maybe they. Um, I think she. Maybe they're. I think uh, she sued over it. Yeah, no, she's still getting money, but like, yeah, fuck hopefully. you. It's Eddie. Gr- um, like, it's not like it's Chris Benoit's widow. That would be really weird if they'd given fucking Nancy a job for life. <laughs> but let's Poor let's let's look at how. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, all right, so let's look. Uh, no wonder Jack Swagger looks so bad having to ride around with a poor suffocated woman. It's his Ugh, general manager. Just, just a, just a. It's like, just like something you stepped on in your fucking shoe. Just a fucking you know? skeleton in the car with a broken windpipe. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why, Vince, right. uh-huh. why the fuck did you hire a dead woman? I was supposed to be the one who died. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Swagger goes to Raw, which means like if. I don't know. I mean, still, does it? I don't know if this still holds true as much. But if you weren't watching wrestling uh, eight years ago, and for some reason are listening to this podcast, they used to like Raw a lot. <laughs> so what? It means like we are serious about this man. Yeah. And he literally made a debut uh, against Randy Orton. Um, Who could forget? Remember Ra- Randy like, Orton pre two thousand ten? Randy Orton. He, this is oh, this is like. Do you remember when they had that match? Legit. This is shit in the bag, trying to f- trying to rape Stephanie yeah. McMahon, Randy Orton. This is this is peak Orton. 
This is peak. Well, they had that match where it was like, here's Randy Orton against, and John Cena against the entire Raw roster, and they won easily. <laughs> so they <laughs> they like themselves some fucking uh, Randy Orton. Oh, But absolutely. he gets pretty regular wins. He wins the fucking U.S. title, which is like a good fit. Obviously, he's the All-American American. And it just kind of sucks that they can't do long-term angles like this with people anymore. Um you can't have 52 weeks a year where Jack Swagger just beats the fuck out of people. No, um, but you can also, like, this is what the argument for developmental or enhancement talent comes in. Or it's also, he doesn't need to beat the fuck out of people, but he can he can do stuff backstage. Like, what happened to the Attitude Era time of wrestlers getting into fights in the backstage for two minutes, and that builds to a program eventually? Or also, like, contender lists, that sort of stuff, him being a dick. Mm-hmm vignettes that actually build to a character so he's the all-american american American. so okay he's not going to be out there beating up someone every week but it could be him like correcting someone on their patriotism to a ridiculous degree like going what you're saying of extending and they just never do that with this character basically what they do is they they're like we like him we're going to put him on raw you're against randy orton randy orton's going to make you look weird and he doesn't really it's a count out loss all that sort of stuff but by the time, as soon as he gets to Raw, it's kind of then just sort of swirling around the bowl. Yeah, but it's like the same thing that works for. I don't think they WWE really understands that the same thing that works for Braun Strowman and the same thing that worked for Rusev when they first got him before they kind of fucking Rusev up now is the same thing that works for everybody. What are you talking about? Rusev's is, great. He's now just a cuckolded man. <laughs> But, like, just make Jack Swagger win a bunch of matches, and then when he gets to, like, really good good guys, like the intercontinental level good guys, he has to cheat to win. Oh, by the way. Why can't that? I, because look at this. No, no, Listen, I, September I 2008, he debuts. I got news for you. I, I apply that philosophy to every wrestler. Have them fucking win some matches. How fucking many people yeah. win matches that aren't fucking Enzo Amore and Big Cass? Like... If you look at the state of how yeah. they book it, it's like, you know John Cena's going to win, and then they'll just do some surprising things, but it's effectively, like, you can see who the favorite in the class is always are. Roman Reigns has not lost a match since Seth Rollins hit him in a fucking, uh, hit him in the back with a chair, for fuck's sakes. And I know some of you are going to, I know a few of you are going to go, actually, he lost this match in that match. It's called Hyperbole, or hyper. Hyperbole, you fucking idiot. <laughs> no, no. Hyperbole is what it's called, you fucking idiot. Fuck you. You fucking moron. Fuck you, it's 1.16 a.m. and we're recording an excellent podcast after our friendship almost ended over trying to figure out how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, check this out. September 2008, he debuts in ECW. Oh, thank right? God, yeah. Uh, let's just double check. Yep. Uh, yep, that's correct. September, yep. And then March... Uh, my March 30th, 2010, he's the WWE champion. World Heavyweight champion, I should say. He wins the money in the bank and uh, just wins the title. And But the thing is, this is one of those weird things where, because Swagger even talked about when he asked for his release, he talked about this on uh, the Chael Sonnen interview, how they're really stop-start with people. I mean, everyone knows that, but they're really stop-start with people. So literally, they've kind of had Swagger on in this weird purgatory holding pattern where he's just like in six-man tags or like losing but not losing, you know what I mean? Where like it'll be a triple threat match and someone else takes the pin. So he's like, I'm undefeated. And then... 
they're like, oh, he's good, so give him the world title. And it's just like, like that. He's supposed to be, he's good. Fans accept him, you know? Like, with no push. It's basically like they're, they they read about Goldberg in a magazine where they were like, wait, he just won some matches and then they made millions of dollars? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that with everyone. Because it's basically their system now is you're gonna beat the fu- you're gonna beat the comedy character that we've got going, the second tier tag team, the like worker from that, um, one guy who we will eventually put in the Hall of Fame because they're a minority, uh, <laughs> and you're gonna beat Michael Cole. That's it. Uh, oh, and then <laughs> uh, and then John Cena and Chris Jericho is going to be your friend, and then you guys are going to have a program that everyone thinks is really good, but actually all it did was diminish your reign and fucking kill your character forever. And when they actually split up your team, your explanation is going to be so tedious and annoying, it's going to make fans want to never see anything again. And don't worry, because they'll just actually bring in someone from WCW to be the world champion and get all the spots. What I'm basically trying to say is... (laughs) Jack Swagger is right to want to leave the Fed because he should be someone that should be in line to be fed to Goldberg now and to make Goldberg seem like a monster because he's been built up as because Jack Swagger's been built up as a sawed off monster as well as like Braun Strowman and all those guys. But the way they do it of this weird cooling off period, and he's the reason why we keep stressing it is he's the best one you can see of within the first year and a half of being there, he's the champion of the world. And very soon afterwards, he's on velocity a bunch, right? And then they—it's br- just this weird like bring him it's right not back the for the real Americans thing, and then that kind of doesn't work because they get scared, so they move away from it again. And also, he's the guy ironically- that proves every point every new fan has about wrestling, uh, where it's off on hot and cold, but it's just they kept him around long enough mm-hmm. that you can see the ebb and flow of it. Like, he's Mason Ryan, but they kept him around a while, you know? Yeah, Chris like, Hero, for whatever, he kept like, him around. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, oh, he's the greatest in the world. Oh, wait, no, we didn't like the way he did, like, a fucking whatever boot last well, week. Let's have him lose the title to Adam Rose. In a greater example of that, like, there's certain things... To Adam Rose, like, Certain things of, like, his haircut. They, the wrestlers, they don't like, they won't like their haircut. Like, one of the issues they had with, um, I think it's Doug Basham, who became one of the guys in fucking JBL's cabinet. Yeah, the Basham brothers, baby. Yeah, the one of the Bashams. The, the guy who was the Basham in the indies and not the guy, the other guy they made his brother. Okay. Um, that guy like had long hair, and the creative team was like, mm-hmm. "We don't like your long hair." And then they shaved their head, and they're like, "Oh, you look like weird babies." And so they're like, uh, <laughs> "We better make him a tag." Like, there's tag team. I'm I'm not remembering it exactly properly, but it's basically like he was the single star, one of the big breakouts of OBW, and like creative was like, "Cut his hair." Ew. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, it's the whole it's the Mr. Burns Don Mattingly Don Mattingly thing, right? <laughs> it's like I told you to trim those sideburns. One of those. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a break real quick, and because uh, we just hit the peak of Mr. Swagger's career, one year and a half in, he is twenty-eight year goddamn. No wait, he, yeah, he's twenty-eight years old. He's twenty-eight years um, old. He's is he wearing a fanny champion? pack in an airport? Probably. How many pills is he <laughs> taking in the morning? Somas aren't pills; they're more like tablets. Has he hit his wife? Only time will tell. He amateur wrestled her. He pinned his wife. How about that? Ooh. How does that sound? My wife, Kimura, locked me, but that's because it's the only way I can get wood. Ooh, doctor. We're going to have a break, right? Now. Ooh. 
what a break we're having. That was such a good episode of the Wrestler Review again. Ladies and gentlemen, please rate and subscribe to the Wrestler Review. Of course, you also want to review it. Please review our podcast for the love of fucking Christ. And also, guys, give us some money. Not with a Patreon. Nope. Or some sort of naughty Amazon link. We don't want you to give us money for a goddamn nothing, right? Here's what we want you guys to do. We both have comedy albums. Please buy those comedy albums on our website, thejohnhastings.com. That is John's website. And dylanagot.com. The A is for awesome. I'm an awesome guy. dylanagot.com, thejohnhastings.com. Please buy our comedy albums. We love you. Please make love to us in our beds while we're naked. The A is for Atherton. Oh, I'm a baby. I'm wearing a diaper because I keep wetting myself because Jack Swagger makes me go tinky. I shit. Punish me. Okay. Oh, fuck. Don't say that. So we're he loses his title to Rey Mysterio. uh, Do you and the do you and your fiance ever sexually roleplay Jack Swagger and the front office of the WWE? We we play Jack Swagger and the or the Eagle. Oh yeah, I'm the Eagle and I fuck him. Oh my god, I fuck. Okay, so I didn't know who portrayed the Eagle. <laughs> what the? F- it was. What the fuck does Vince McMahon have against the Guerrero family that they made? <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay. I don't know, man. Like, it's because, Vicky, you know what it is? It's because Vicky, it's like, you're a he makes up some fucking... Chavo. <laughs> well, it's just, he makes... It's because the fucking... Uh, he had so much fucking success with Chavo Classic. And they were like, these guys can do anything. They can... They can be birds. They can be. They can be fuck toys. They can be anything. What, when you say so much success with Chavo Classic, what exactly are you talking about? <laughs> I am talking about when Chavo Guerrero Senior was Chavo Uger Guerrero Cla- Junior's fucking manager, and they made and he made everyone call him Chavo Classic. Yes, it's so good. We all know we're, what you're talking about there. I wouldn't necessarily call that a success. I'd call Kerwin White a success in that. If you want to make everyone feel uncomfortable about everything in the world, show them the mm-hmm. Kerwin White debut vignette, and you're like, good fucking God. Hey, man. Did he just this say Kerwin White? Did he just say White is right? And you're like, oh, oh, boy, did he. <laughs> well, also, Kerwin White is around the same time as the Mexicools where psychosis and was it a psychosis and Hoovy? Whoa, fuck. No, Psychosis and Super Crazy would come out on lawnmowers. No, it's. I think it's Hoovy. It was, there was no, it was uh, Psychosis and uh, Super Crazy because Hoovy never worked for the Fed because uh, if you do remember, Hooventude Guerrera went to Australia. I think they went to Australia. He went to Australia, Australia and he went yeah. super fucking crazy. Um, they're not sure if he took meth or PCP or meth and PCP. But, uh, yeah, got super naked. Also, when the police arrived, that's when he decided to take out his dick, which I'm like, you know what? If you're going to fucking get arrested, get fucking arrested, huh, buddy? (laughs) Just be who you are. So uh, this is lurking into just exactly what you're saying about Jack, Mr. Swag Swag. Um, This is his immortal, the immortal Michael Cole as a heel feud. Which oh, Jack Swagger, yeah, I don't think, gets enough nobody credit as being a good mid-card heavy. 
Well, because he, he's fucking he's fucking huge. He's huge, and he's also like clearly would have done way better if he just would have taken the steroids and not just got addicted to pain pills. This is what would happen if Brock Lesnar would have never left for the Vikings. <laughs> this is what happens when you just get stuck in a like. What do you mean a cycle? We'd start here. Right, so we'd start hearing some of Brock's xenophobic views. <laughs> he gave his xenophobic views to ESPN and no one seemed to care. <laughs> oh. oh. I don't like gays. <laughs> All right, well, that's fine. It's 2010. <laughs> well, again, after his last fight when he started talking about law enforcement, I've never been more sure we're like, he's just going to say the N-word. Like, we all need to respect <laughs> law enforcement, and all you goddamn Negroes act up, or I'm getting a goddamn sheriff's badge. Uh, well, my, my, what what kind of fights do you want in the UFC against black people? <laughs> I don't care weight class. I just want to. I just want to get rid of them slowly and passionately. Do you think that Chael Sonnen is friends with pro wrestlers because he likes recruiting people that will leave the UFC with brain damage for Dana White? Like, that's how like him and Dana. I think Chael Sonnen. First of all, for being a guy who's friends with a ton of pro wrestlers, quote unquote, knows nothing. <laughs> uh, like he doesn't know anything about their careers. He just goes and says like one thing he read off of the internet. Do you? Th he's like, Jack, you use a gut wrench power bomb as your finisher. Do you think you like MMA? Like he's one of those people who just like makes the conversation about the thing he knows because. Allow me. He'll and he'll ask, and he's really smart because he'll ask general questions. Like, oh, yeah, but John, you do comedy. Is that with a microphone? Sometimes it's not. How do you project your voice, John? Yeah, he asks generally specific questions. Ah, uh, Dylan, you wear glasses. Which eye do you favor? <laughs> um, so, oh, by the way, we're doing. We're both doing terrible Chael Sonnen impressions because we're both using all of our lips. If you want to master a Chael Sonnen impression, keep the the middle of your mouth wide open. But the other side's completely closed, and then he sort of has this weird, like, I just want to let everybody know that I am going to defeat whoever I've supposedly said that is um, my opponent, because, uh, hey, Jack, you're on the line. You're here to talk about the WWE. Yeah, I just want to let you know that I'm back in Oklahoma. <laughs> I didn't really know you were from Oklahoma, Jack. That's interesting. I'm from California or Washington. I can't really remember. I haven't had <laughs> surgery done, and uh, I don't have brain damage because uh, that would require me to have a brain. Um, Ooh, no brain. Take that, bitch. Um, um, Take it. Take it like a bitch. John, what was better, Michael Cole as a heel or Vicky Guerrero as a big slew? Because Jack Swagger was in both of those. Vicky Guerrero as a slut was vastly superior to Michael Cole as a... I thought Michael Cole was pretty underrated as a heel, oh. but... It's so hard to have a heel play-by-play -play guy. Like it's so weird. That's why. That's exactly what I was saying. Is I loved him as a heel. I thought he played a smarmy bitch so good. But also, Vicky Guerrero played a "I'm a woman in my fifties, and now's the time I want dick." Even fucking better. <laughs> well, the "excuse me" line is so is the one of the best things. She also just in wrestling of the last fifteen years. So fucking shrill. No one talks about this. Yeah. SmackDown had the best authority figures by fucking far. Paul Heyman, Teddy Long was awesome. When he would just come, hello, player. Uh, holla, holla, holla. And just fucking dance. Well, it would just be the same thing. It would be like, 
It's going to be a tag match. There's only two people in the ring. Find partners. I'm tired. <laughs> no, first of all, how dare you? Teddy Long always had energy and also... How dare you? Um, also got to be part of the great angle where he got married and fucked so hard he gave himself a heart attack. <laughs> Yo, hello, buddy. That's how they wanted to. Tra- <laughs> that's how they wanted to transition to Vicky Guerrero. Uh, there's a shoot interview. I was listening to it today, actually, uh, while I was writing jokes for Edinburgh 2017. Tickets already on sale. Um, are they? Yeah, I think I'm on sale this week. Sick. Uh, mine are on sale too because mine's fucking free. Take that, the government. Um, that's not. Yeah, thanks, Dylan. You fucking idiot. Um, nope. Seriously, come see my show March 27th through the 29th at Soho Theater. It has nothing to do with wrestling. Um, so homo theater. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> so if John shows on there, do math. One plus one equals a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Long basically explained that Vince McMahon, it was like Vince McMahon's great idea. He was like, you're going to get married. And then on the honeymoon night, things go too far. Not realizing, <laughs> by the way, that they'd already done that with Tori, uh, Don Marie, fucking Al, to- Al Wilson to death. That's so fucking funny. Um. So yes, no, they they. Well, cause yeah, they do. Now, cause they decide in about 2012 that Jack Swagger is a tag team uh, wrestler. No, nope, no, nope. okay, uh, you're skipping. So sorry, I yawned. So he's in SmackDown. He has a run as the world champion. Um, yep. Then he's accompanied to the ring for a while uh, with by the su- the Swagger Soaring Eagle, who's Chavo Guerrero Jr. Um, yep. And then he becomes the United States champ, which obviously, why the fuck they didn't make him the fucking United States champ? Uh, they did twice, but they tried to rehash, and that's the that's know, the thing they also always do. Where they're like, "Oh, we'll go back to when you liked him," and it's like you can't go home again. You would just have to. You fucked that up. Now you have to find a different thing. Like you can't just. People aren't gonna be as into him doing a thing again. Guaranteed, they'll do it with Kevin Owens too, where they'll like Kevin Owens. They'll uh, they'll put like he'll they'll, put the, they'll try. I don't know what they're gonna try and do with him, but they'll put him back with Jericho in a year. And, just because they don't know. What oh, you do. think it'll be that long? You'll think it'll be that long before they were going to do that again? Yeah, I mean, true. I, I guarantee that Kevin Owens. They'll have Kevin Owens trying to say "stupid idiot" within a couple of months. No, yeah. he'll he'll be fucking opening matches with Sami Zayn by July. Ooh, yeah, nice. Is what? So, all right. So you're carrying on. They make him the U.S. champ. Um, then we get into Jack Swagger. Nowhere near a belt. Uh, oh, which is yeah. this his is also the Michael Cole stuff. Oh, you get Ma- his Vicky Guerrero stuff. The Michael Cole stuff, by the way, this is when he trained uh, Michael Cole to fight Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross. And yep. by the way, basically what you're saying is is he's as good at wrestling as an old man. <laughs> well, the other thing uh, they do is Michael Cole fights Jerry Lawler, and then of course uh, Swagger. Puts uh, the ankle lock on Lawler, and he is a really good shitty asshole who would beat up like an older guy. Oh fuck, that's something we didn't talk about. Is that they repurposed the al- ankle lock for Jack Swagger? But yeah, they repurposed the ankle lock for yeah, Jack Swagger as a way thing. of sort of saying he's our new Kurt. He's our new Kurt Angle, and another great fucking move. Yeah, it's so 
stupid to me to not just give him another finisher. Like, it seems like the way they assign finishers now is just so lazy. What are you talking about? He has the swagger bomb. You don't need to give him anything else. (laughs) I just mean, like, they have the swagger bomb. Yeah, you give him a... Give him, like, another finisher that's not the ankle lock. Give him... um, I don't know, man. It, give him a goddamn headlock. It, give him whatever. Do something. But you can't just have fucking... like this. I think that's half the reason people hate Roman Reigns is because he has a, like just give him the Superman punch. He doesn't need a fucking spear. Everyone's done a spear. Like, stop it. Just just have him do a new move. The whole, two new moves would be great. The whole thing is he does. Well, the thing with Jack Swagger is, a, I was just thinking about this, but why didn't they give him the fucking jackknife? He would have been a perfect fucking guy to use the jackknife. But for some reason, they protected that move. The stunner, they fucking trot out. They give it to fucking everybody. I, th- I was reading on the internet on um, on uh, next SmackDown Live, uh, Jack Gallagher mm-hmm. is going to give it to the Umbrella. <laughs> Fuck all of you who are going, he's on Raw or 205 Live. Yeah, well, he's doing it on SmackDown. Well, that's that's the that's the thing, though. Like, uh, They have certain moves they give to people just as copy and paste because they don't really care. Because uh, Swagger, the other thing is, he kind of fucked up a couple gut wrench power bombs. So they were like, we, this guy can't use this as his move on everybody, so we need to give him the ankle lock. And then you just, you're right, you just make him look like Kurt Angle Light, which is not what you need. No, um, I also don't think that... Fuck. Sorry for yawning, everybody. Um, I don't think... The ankle lock isn't. I don't think the ankle lock is as bad of an idea as you're making it out. What I do think is that if that's not part of a, a a combination of a bunch of other moves, it's absolutely useless. Because as sort of intimidating as you can make the ankle lock look, it's also it. I don't know. There's something to it that doesn't really ring true with this big bastard of a fucking guy. Like he's someone that his finishing move should be he punched you in the face or like. I don't know, man. He's not. He's not like as big as these other guys. Like he's not. I mentioned him earlier, but I guess he's on the thing. He's not even as big as like Brodus Clay. He's like very obviously an athlete. You can tell by the way he moves. He's an athlete. He's not like a big bruising. This guy hits you once, you just fall, explode into blood type guy. He's just. He's a fucking athlete, which is why. When he's against smaller guys, he should use the gut wrench power bomb and throw them around and whatever. Um, but when he's against bigger guys, like maybe even like John Cena, like guys like that, then that's what you want him to have, like an ankle lock or a submission or some shit, or just use amateur wrestling shit. Tr- he trips him and then it's boring and he fucking makes him tap. Well, why? Um, why, why they've never also used the ma- the move um, that McFoley used on Shane McMahon when? Um, he was basically just torturing him, so Vince would give him another title shot at the um, at the world title back in the Attitude Era. I don't actually know what move it was, but it was basically it was like sort of like half an abdominable stretch, but it had a chicken wing on it, and it looks fucking awful. But apparently, like Shane was fine, and something like I mean, is that is that just the way Scott Hall used to do an abdominal stretch, just like? An arm around the neck? No, it was. It's on. He's on the ground, like he's sort of pinned in, like a half sort of surfboard, inverse surfboard maneuver. I'm not. I can't. I'm not describing well. But go look at that. That for something like Jack Swagger, is an amazing sort of move. Of like, you get him on the mat, and you literally just put you put him in something, and you fuck him up. Like when Brock Lesnar yeah, started man, using like the Kimura, or when for you know, yeah. if uh, he knew how the to rings of Saturn. Oh, the fucking rings of Saturn would have been fucking awesome. Submissions are fucking great. If they just made people tap out, 
if they just let every character taps out, it doesn't matter who you are, that it just adds such jeopardy to every match, you know? So what we get is uh, Vicky Guerrero uh, takes on Dolph Ziggler as her uh, New fuck guy. Boy. She gets, yeah, she gets her pom 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 by Dolphy. Yeah. So her, um, her naturally pumped. him and Swagger start be, uh, are a tag team. If you remember that, that was a pretty long union with just a... Just literally how you would uh, book a wrestling organization if you were just doing quickly. Like, who is a heel? He's a heel, and he's a heel. Let's put them together. I don't even think it was done that logically. I think it was like, you're blonde, you're blonde, you're friends. (laughs) Exactly. But then uh, that breaks up, and we get into... Um, oddly enough, kind of the high point of this dude's career, uh, where he finally gets some single shine. Um, they bring in Dirty Dutch Mantel, baby. And, uh, Mm. the alt-right is fucking born again. Do you know why his name was Zeb Coulter? I'll tell you, because everyone else probably does. It was a continuation of Uncle Zeb from when he was with the Godwins. YOLO. I... I sort of assumed, yeah, it was supposed to be Uncle Zebakaya. Yeah. Um, he's brought in by Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel thought he was doing a one-shot or he was going to be brought, he was being brought in to be attacked by a character. They didn't realize that he was coming in to audition for the role of Zeb Coulter. Um, he arrived. They, tr- like, tried him out for two minutes and then made him a regular. Yeah. Yeah. And he was he, fucking uh, basically great. And also, by the way, this is a great way to use your legends. You have all these fucking old pillheads on fucking contract. Start incorporating them as managers. Like, I love that, like, you know, Freddie Blassie was a manager. When Superstar Billy Graham gave the rub to Don the Rock Morocco back in 1988, it was a really good way of saying this guy who was bad is now good. And this is another wrestling generalization that I know Dylan doesn't want me to get into because we should wrap up the show, but... And it speaks again to Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger is one of those guys. He's either going to be a reprehensible, needless heel, or he's going to be your fucking all-American, sweet-faced cherub boy. And you've got to pick one, and you've got to stick with it. Or you got to add something to this character to enhance it. Adding Michael Cole, Vicky Guerrero, made him look like a fucking dullard. You put fucking Dutch Mantel in there and make them going after fucking immigrants. It was fucking so compelling. I hated everything that this character stands for and do hate everything this character stands for. His theme song is my second favorite theme the WWF has ever put out. I listen to it when I'm doing (laughs) the dishes. There's something about the packaging that was fucking amazing. It fit with his look. It fit with his body type. It fit with his moveset. He's bruising and it's labored and it was all this sort of stuff. It was fucking great. And then they fucking got fucking nervous because Glenn Beck showed up and was like, could you not? And they were like, ah, you're right. We are also concerned about the black guy being president. No, they did what the exact same thing. They did the exact same motherfucking thing they did with the nation of domination when they were kind of doing the same. Anytime they do a race angle, they go fucking full bore into it. They go full fucking bore into it. And then when it gets starts getting heat and people like, actually, this is a bit fucked up. They fucking throw in someone who like they throw in Cesaro so they dilute it you know what I mean like is this kind of it's that kind of thing that like when I went to uh Kamadai school uh this one guy who did clown which if you guys do clown you're nerds um <laughs> but 
if uh, but he said something. He was just like, if you're gonna do something, go the whole way, which is like exactly what. And it sounds fucked up, but what you were saying before, like the, their version of going the whole way would be fucking just book a bunch of goddamn shows in Tejas and have Jack Swagger versus Alberto Del Rio, and Jack Swagger gets him his ass in a little bit of trouble. Has to say things that a man who graduated from university should never say. First of all, if <laughs> you've ever much. been if you've ever been to the inner workings of any office, you know that they definitely say it all the time. I've never heard a cleaner refer to anything as but impolite verbs and nouns. <laughs> oh my god! One of our closest friends um, is a university graduate from a better university than either one that we went to, and he has said uh-huh. some of the more reprehensible things about women. Uh, women and more uh, minorities and he defends it constantly yeah and uh we should all be so happy to know graham (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck you graham so fuck you right in the heat of his real americans thing where it's getting uh it's getting some traction and uh maybe we got a new fresh coat of paint on the guy who was the world champ uh, three years ago, he, of course, gets arrested with drugs, which is the kiss of goddamn death. Yeah. And it is. Yes. And also, it really fucking. Because he was driving under the influence, too. Yeah, sorry. He, he was driving under the influence. So he was driving it under the influence. It all to yeah. a fucking halt. It, and it basically it begins the run that he's been doing up until now, which is, hey, you know the beginning of the card? Yeah. You're on before that. <laughs> and it's a bizarre thing too man because he's such a like he's such a complete package um and now he has a- as of this moment asked for his to release asked for his release but he has not really been granted his release no he's not been granted his release um probably because they're trying to work out a, he it probably means that they didn't put a non-compete in so they're trying to figure out where he's going so they can specify that because they mm-hmm. don't want to lose another fucking wrestler to the UFC. It really fucking hurt them that uh, CM Punk crossed that line because fuck me did they get him some fucking buys. And also, by doing that, it makes them way more fucking valuable to the Fed. One day, CM Punk's going to be back in Uncle Vinny's house of you're gonna puke. And it will be really expensive to get him (laughs) back through the fucking door. And Vince doesn't want that. Also... Vince, I don't think, understands what UFC is, and I think he thinks that they have to punch, like, Ronda Rousey. Like, the way he reacts to it, he, it's his number two comp- uh it's his biggest competition in pay-per-view, but he's removed himself from pay-per-view, so I don't understand why he gives a flying fuck about what the UFC does at this point. But I guarantee he does, and I guarantee that's where it comes from, because he's ten years behind the times at this point. Yeah, man, that guy's, uh, I mean, he's an old senile man. <laughs> he's an old senile man. What's your favorite thing about Jack Swagger? Swagger Bob. By far the Swagger Bob. Really? Oh, yeah, what are you, oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm within 200 pounds. My move will be a second rope splash? No, it's just, I love it, but it's asinine and bizarre, and that's why I love it. For you. Okay, so when you say Swagger Bomb, you're talking about his Vader Bomb, you're not talking about the gut wrench power bomb called the Swagger Bomb. I thought the Vader Bomb was called the Swagger Bomb. And they called the Swagger. So, all right, that's where it gets kind of confusing. They gut wrench power bomb uh, up until he stops using it yeah. was called the Swagger Bomb, and then when he stopped using it, yeah. they transitioned the Vader Bomb into being the Swagger Bomb. Yes, because uh, yeah, the gut wrench power bomb he pretty much used until the All American thing. 
um, sorry, the real Americans thing, uh, because he f- couldn't do it to fuck. I forget who that wrestler was, but he couldn't do it to someone on pay per view, and it was just a big old fucking clusterfuck, made everyone look oh, like I an asshole. That. He could do was that it was to the naked Midian. It was naked Midian. <laughs> he couldn't do it to Maria Canellis. <laughs> yeah, he had difficult. Couldn't lift her. He had difficulty getting Candice Michelle in the original Swagger Bomb. <laughs> Um, what is the worst thing about Jack Swaggy, John John? What is your favorite thing about Jack Swagger, first off? Um, what is my favorite thing about Jack Swagger? I think his athleticism, I think he was kind of missed out on. Honestly, I think there's a lot uh, they missed out on with Jack Swagger. Um, I think it was kind of like not his time. If he would have come by 20 years earlier, just like... Um, yes, I think that that's true. His whole package would have been way more appreciated. Sorry. It's fine. We can we can talk over each other. Uh, uh, but that could be true of most wrestlers that they should have come 20 years ago. Like, the thing with Jack Swagger is that he wouldn't have benefited from being in Hulk Hogan's fucking WWF. What's that? Another blonde, muscular man. Right this way, Mr. Swagger. Who's this... Who's this crying man? Oh, that's Jim Crockett. You live here on this island with him now. <laughs> no, yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, like, he's a Jim Crockett promotions guy if I've ever seen him because, like, he's good at promos talking just about? in wait, those, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. one-minute spurts. What am I talking about? 20 years ago was 1997. He would have done fucking amazing in 1997 World Wrestling Federation. Jesus Christ. He has no problem being a patriot, goddamn right. If he has no problem playing a racist, oh my he'll God. be great in Imagine so. fucking him as the fucking foil to the Heart Foundation. Oh, that would have been a real hoot. <laughs> he would have been great in uh, Jim Crocker Promotions, amateur wrestling pedigree. Like I said, minute, good uh, heel charisma for like a minute long thing, but like when he does five minute long promos, like... I mean, you can't have these people doing community theater fucking memorizing community theater plays every goddamn Monday and then coming out and trying to do a flip where they don't break their fucking neck. You're just expecting a lot of these guys. Yeah, you're expecting a lot of people that are like, um, yeah, we need you to look like you're made out of granite, but you're not actually going to punch anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How how did you get into the World Wrestling Federation? Well, I mean, what I did was uh, I claim up with mostly I got really big on the independent scene because I had a t-shirt that said clit shit. <laughs> so that's how I got into this uh, nationally traded company. Do you th- clit shit. Do you think that Joey Ryan has met with the Fed? Um. Yes, I'm sure he has. He's at least had a dark match. He's had dark matches probably uh, throughout the whole time. But I don't. I think he's in a kind of a weird position where it's like he would start making less money because he's like joy ryan's like really good at the uh, social meds and shit like that and he's really good at self-promotion so he doesn't need this shit. and apparently in an open relationship and loves foursomes <laughs> of course he does he's sponsored by Pornhub. it's great love him. the Pornhub plex what's the yeah <laughs> what's the worst thing about jack swagger that duirs i think that he would be in a completely different position right now if that hadn't happened, I think that he, they were they were building towards something and they fucking derailed it and they've punished it and it's leading to him leaving the Fed and going to eventually Bellator and eventually fighting Brock Lesnar's son, Duke, in the next two to four <laughs> years. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Like this, it sounds weird, but like I think as we review these new guys, what we're kind of learning is that. The worst thing about wrestling is the fact that the Fed is publicly traded because it sounds fucked up. But like during the 80s and 90s and even into the no, I guess the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Um, 
All this shit would have just been covered up. And he's got a DUI for smoking weed and drinking. It's not like he was on pills. He was smoking weed. Yeah. Mexican weed goes against his gimmick. I guarantee that's why Vince got upset, too. Uh, it's for Mexico. It's not supposed to smoke that. <laughs> yeah, Vince is this weird thing where it's like it's not wrestling, but it's not it's entertain. It's not wrestling. It's, it's sports no, entertainment, it, but also we have to treat it like it's old school wrestling. He gets like, upset at that shit only when it serves his purposes. Yeah. So in the same way that the writers aren't allowed to use any wrestling terms, it's like. Yes, they should all be using wrestling terms. You want the your wrestling people to have wrestling. Ah, fucking pisses me off. What's your worst thing about Jack Swagger? <laughs> worst thing for me about Jack Swagger is that he never really uh, got those long-form promo chops and that they just kind of didn't have faith in him. And, I mean, that's merely just a function of how they push guys nowadays. But, like, the fact that they just didn't have faith in him for long stretches of time... Like, they give him a title after a year and a half, and then fucking, like, two minutes later, he's done? That's that's no way to run a pro wrestling company, John. And I would know I still play a text wrestling game called Extreme Warfare. That's very true. I am replaying Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, so we're both experts in this field. We are experts at, at booking wrestling shows because we have bad... I have a bad diet, and John... Uh, has a bizarre face. Yeah, a bizarrely attractive face. Bizarre and bad. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that you think the word bad means good, but it does. So eat eat all my shit. That hurts, and I will not eat all your shit. Guys. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Give yourselves a big round of applause for staying in the crowd this late. Give a round of applause for uh, my co-host, John Hastings. Give him a big round of applause. And, uh, of course, whip your penises or your titties out. <laughs> Do it now if you're in public. Also, guys, now, if you are listening, cut to them off. <laughs> if you're listening to this cut episode, cut off your titties or your fucking dicks. Um, with your bloody chest and bloody fucking dick holes, be aware. Yeah. If you're hearing this episode right now, it is because me and Dylan finally figured out how to podcast remotely, and Dylan was able to edit these two tracks together. And if you're hearing this, it means that. All of this time was not wasted. <laughs> if all this time was wasted, I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Rate, subscribe, and review the Wrestler Review. We are on iTunes, and we are your daddies. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. You'll have to forgive me. If I don't take this moment right now and do this, I will never forgive myself. What's this going to be? <laughs> All right. Gotta love the world's heavyweight champion. Again, the world's heavyweight champion should be the very best athlete here on SmackDown, and why not? Now, where was I? You were being awesome, Jack. As you can see, I've accomplished more in one day than most people do in their entire lives. So I called my daddy, and I had him round up every trophy 
every medal, every badge of honor I've ever accumulated since I was a young boy, and I brought them here tonight to share with you. I brought them to share with you. I brought them to share with you. And I especially brought them to share with the big show. One of these trophies is enough for most people, but not me. That's not the way I work. Everything you well, see in front of you is a direct result of my drive, my determination, and my discipline. Well, we got to take a commercial break. I'm sure my buddy Jack Swagger will still be in the ring when SmackDown continues and next. my discipline. Well, look around. Well, welcome back to Friday Night SmackDown. The world heavyweight champion still in the ring. Just over 28 years ago, my daddy celebrated his greatest achievement. The birth of a picture-perfect 15-pound, 2-ounce, blonde hair, blue-eyed, future world champion. <laughs> His thumbs are tucked You look in. good. You no, know, you're good. Yeah, you win. You always do. Five years later after being born, I won my first U-State wrestling title. Way to go there, champ. Pound it. You see, at age five, I was better than all your children. And still to this day, I can say without a doubt that I'm still better than all your children. Thank you. No, thank you. You see, when you're an Eagle Scout, words like honesty, integrity, trustfulness, loyalty, Kind, obedient, confident, brave, and reverent means something. I'm looking at your guys' faces, and I can tell you don't know what those words mean. Well, years after becoming the youngest adolescent to ever achieve the order of the arrow and the eagle, I can honestly say to this day, I still uphold the scout's honor. With everything I do, every day of my life. No, I don't suck. I am from Perry, Oklahoma. My third state wrestling championship. You know, growing up in Perry, Oklahoma, it was almost like greatness was my neighbor and success was my best friend. Oh, and we hung out a lot. I was literally king of my high school. 
<laughs> Jerry Lawler never looked so good, huh? At 18 years old, I was voted homecoming king. My date, Dr. Shannon Nally. How many 18-year-olds you know bring a perfect 10 to their high school prom? How many 18-year-olds you know bring a 32-year-old brain surgeon as their date? Ooh. And sweet Shannon, boy, did she look good on the dance floor with me. That's because she was dancing with a Viennese ballroom dancing master. True story. And to think I still had time to lead my football team to its first district championship in over 50 years, all the while receiving offers from numerous D1 programs across the country. But guess what? I stayed true to the one state that mattered. Oklahoma. Hot fire. As an Oklahoma Sooner, I was Cotton Bowl champion, Big 12 champion, Rose Bowl champion, and defensive scout team player of the year. But there's so much more to the all-American, American, American, American. And I just want each and every one of you to see that. Look at this, American Red Cross. I am a certified swim instructor and CPR expert. As a lifeguard, I have over 14 live wet saves under my belt. That's right. I saved mediocre people just like you. So you can continue to live your mediocre lives while I became the heart of a nation and a national hero. If I suck, why would the Perry Deli, the famous Perry Deli, name their top selling sandwich after me? It's called the Swaggy. It's delicious. It tastes like freedom. Thank you. Thank you. I'm almost finished. I got a couple more championships. I'd like to touch on first, when it comes to a battle of wits, no one compares. Jack Swagger, National Scrabble Champion. Wow. 
I'm also a master chess player. Nobody compares. Oh, here comes the king of the castle, the largest athlete in the world, and the number one contender to Jack Swagger's World Heavyweight Champion, The Big Show. You heard Swagger say, no one compares to me. We're gonna find out definitively next Sunday at Over the Limit when The Big Show goes one-on-one -on -one against Jack Swagger for the World Heavyweight Championship. And the only trophy that will matter, Matt, is the one that's up on that pedestal, the World Heavyweight Championship. Relax. So I don't know what you're doing Swaggy. here. Swaggy. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I'm actually, I came out here because this is really impressive. I don't know what you're doing here, but just be careful, please. I mean, look at some of this stuff. I mean, you're like a Scrabble national champion? I don't even think I can spell Scrabble. I mean, I'm jealous. Seriously. Just That's keep awesome. your fat Vienna sausage fingers off of my stuff. Please. Just put it down. Put it, put it back. Fat Vienna sausage fingers? Please, just put it back. My fingers aren't fat. I mean, they might be a little husky. They're big bones. Look, I'm not going to break your stuff, okay? Hey. I'm just looking. I, there's no way I could ever be Scrabble National Champion. I'm impressed by that. I'll put it back. I okay, will. please, just put it down. Oh. You did that on purpose. I didn't mean to do that. I, I'm. Show before I'm anything sorry. else gets broken. This is my life's work. It means a lot to me. Please. Kindly leave. These people want me to talk about this. Is that the Viennese National Ballroom Championship? 2004, thank you. 2000. You're a national champion in ballroom dancing? Yes. Wow. You know, I was asked to do Dancing with the Stars. Really? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm coordinated enough to do it. I mean, you know, it looks like a lot of fun to be able to dance around with everything. You know what?